is up, everybody. We are back. Real Estate Uncensored. This is the place for actionable ideas on how to attract an audience, build influence, and get more clients. And that's what we're talking about today because we're talking about what it takes to convert an online lead in 2020. And things have massively changed. And so we brought back the expert. Beverly Ruffner, the Bevanator, is here with us today. We'll bring her in in a second because we've got a bunch of fun stuff to talk about today, as we always do with her. Um, we're talking about CRM. We're talking about relationships. We're talking about leads and what has changed in online lead generation and how the best agents are dealing with it and shifting to evolve. So, first of all, Greg McDaniel in the co-pilot seat where you so belong. Mm. What's up today? Well, I mean, it is going to be a good show. Um, strangely enough, I know when we have Bev on, we talk about doing um, database work and everything else, but it so happens that uh, today I uh, worked with my coach Paul over uh, viral marketing, and we did something very unique. And it's going to—I'll get into the story a little bit later as we get into our show. But it's—it's uh, it's going to be exactly what Bev was going to talk about today. And it was, it was a massive ego hit. I took my database from basically almost 15,000 down to 3,165. But I think that's a good thing. Bev, mm -hmm. what do you think? That's a great thing. Okay, good. <laughs> I feel a little bit better. I, I was about ready to jump off a bridge. Yeah. Quality like, is not quality. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then Gene, we've got the uh, the evil bald ninja is here. You're also in the uh, the uh, the adjoining co-pilot seat, so to speak. Well, you're in the back seat. You're in the you're in the uh, you're in the, <laughs> in the child, child seat? booster seat back. Yes. Seat. What's up today? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we both said <laughs> the booster seat. Sorry, I'm five genius. nine. California bitches. regulations. That's right. If you're not, if you're not at least eight years old and are over five eleven, you have to be in booster seat. In the well, at least not in the middle of the truck in the, in the center seat. Listen, last time we last time we went out with friends, there wasn't enough room, so I sat in the back in the trunk of an Escalade. Seriously, with the with the cooler, I played. Bartender, yeah. Now, now, did you do what I did as a kid in the station wagon, where you face back out towards the road so you can make faces at the people behind you in traffic? I, not only did I do that, but it was a rainy night, so the windows were fogged up, and I wrote backwards in his window. He didn't see it. Volpe was here. <laughs> How drunk were you? I, no, I wasn't drunk at all. It was I was? It was on the way to where we were going. <laughs> wow, that's okay. I don't know. I think he's I think he's leaving out half the story. I think Gene yeah. was just drunk on the way to wherever they were going. That's that's yes. what he's not telling. Don't you, you think right. by now that I would tell you that? Like, why yeah. would I hide that? Yeah, that's true. All right, maybe maybe it's a point of pride for you Philly people. All right, so we've got a bunch of stuff to get into. <laughs> all right, let's let's briefly touch on this whole thing with Greg and his email list and why why this why we all agree that this is a good thing. Um, so basically, we have we seem to be leaving, and Beverly, this is part of an overall trend, but we're seeing it in online lead generation. We're seeing it in email marketing. We're seeing it in social media that I think we've turned an interesting corner where quantity is not what determines who wins anymore, right? And there's a bunch of different areas where that's true, but you're, you're definitely seeing it in the online lead space, right? 100%. Well, and not yeah. just space, but just in the quality of life in general. We're sold to everywhere we go, every phone call we get that we don't recognize the number. Everything's a sale. Mm -hmm. And everyone has their defenses up so much higher in awareness than they ever used to. Because it's just, it, it gets monotonous, right? It, it, not only is our time seeming to get shorter with our lifespan, we don't want to spend our time having a conversation that we're not prepared to have. I don't know what you're talking about with, with the lifespan getting short. I feel like this has been dragging on forever. 
I'm ready to get the F out of here. I don't like people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready to retire, throw on a cardigan sweater, and read all day. Come on now. Um, But, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, it It feels like life is speeding up because we don't have any time being bored. All of our bored time is now filled up with Facebook and Instagram time. So it it seems like time is speeding up that way. Yes, exactly. And we don't have time to take mundane phone calls that we don't know who's on the other end. No, that is 100% Mm -hmm. true. Yeah. All right. Well, and even thinking about your own shopping experience with Amazon Prime, literally, I, I, I logged into my email the other day and I got an email from the movie theaters. You can now live stream a movie that is out at the movie theaters. You go in, you buy your ticket, but you, you go, you buy your ticket online and you can huh? stream the movie on your own TV. You don't have to actually go to the movie what? theaters. No, really? That's an odd arrangement. Really? I yeah, love I it. I'm like, what? Now we never have to leave our house. We got Instacart. We got Amazon Prime. We can get everything everywhere without even leaving our house. Way way to create obesity in our society because we don't have to go anywhere. Well, no, you just created Matt's agoraphobia. It just got a lot worse. Now he doesn't have to. Now he doesn't have to leave anywhere. He just pees How in the bottles. You. I enjoy. I enjoy the movie theater experience. <laughs> I actually. I actually like it. It's a nice break. I don't want to just sit in my house with a 60 inch flat screen and think it's the same thing. I'll but anyway, that. yeah, exactly. All right. So we had. And we get mad at our leads, but we've, I mean, technology's created what's happening right now in our marketplace. So we can't get mad at it. We have to embrace it and work with it and be smarter than it. Yep. So we're we're now in an age where, what what did we say, uh, Greg, your brother was on the show last week. We had Brad Mm -hmm. McDaniel from Likely AI, and he threw out a pretty good stat, and I'm going to butcher it, but I'm going to butcher it anyway because it needs to be said, which is something like, um, what, what is there, Greg, the average number of transactions that actually goes down in the U.S.? It's five or six million or under, yeah. it's under 10 million or something like that. But now we've reached a point where there's something like 400 million online leads generated and sold every week, every year. Yeah. So essentially for every house that's sold, that lead is in like 90 different people's systems, right? 90 different people are paying for that lead and, and theoretically attempting to follow up with them, chasing one transaction. So this has gotten way out of hand. Way, way different than it was four or five years ago. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've noticed it substantially. Uh, Mike actually says there's no alcohol delivery. Yes, there is. I've actually had it done. I'll explain that to you offline. Um, but I did. Um, I'm like, fuck, I'm running out of wow. I was going to say, can't you just use TaskRabbit? Or, I mean, you can pretty much hire anything you want off of Craigslist. I mean, come on. Yeah. Isn't, that, you, isn't that what it's for? Yeah, you can totally do that. So, <laughs> Anthony, you're miss, uh, Mike, you're missing the boat, pal. Um, <laughs> fuck, what were we talking about? Tied up on online online leads. The number of online leads, Greg. Come on. Online leads. So, so, all right. Peanut gallery. Um, So, you know, when I'm doing my tele, when I'm doing my telemarketing calls, that even makes it sound worse. When I'm doing my, you know, beers and calls. (laughs) um, That's how the people receiving them feel. it, it, It is. It is. But, you know, what I'm finding is that people are conditioned to hear one thing when, when real estate agents call. Hey, I want to kind of come over and list your house, right? So I'm calling about a new listing I have in the area, and I, I'm seeing it very blatantly in my face that people literally tune you out when you do a cold call until you have to explain it to them. You need, I mean, I think what we really need to spend more time doing is doing the warm calls. Uh, we got to do cold calls at points to get the warm calls, to get the hot 
clients to get the closed deals. So Beverly, walk me down the, you know, you, you're saying you work with your database. What if you don't have a database? What, I mean, everyone has a, you know, SOI, but what if you don't have all their phone numbers? How do you reach out? I mean, how do you get this whole warm thing going? Do what you don't want to do. I mean, that that's really what it comes down to. You know, a, a training agents on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, they come to me, I just started my business, what do I do? I'm like, you've got to start with the basics. You've got to get out into your community and start talking to people and really become the expert in your market because all of this comes down to your confidence. Mm -hmm. The more confident you are within your market, the more confident you are in your presentation, the more confident in who you are as a person and to why you're doing what you're doing comes across to the consumer as I wanna do business with that person because they're so confident. But if we're willy-nilly about what we're doing in our conversation, the I think it was on our, no, I, I was talking to Bernice Ross, Mm -hmm. And the average person knows 12 real estate agents. Oh, my God. Whoa. Well, that's a lot. Yeah. Average yeah. person. That, that was and I only know Greg, and it just feels like 12 people. <laughs> I got a big person. I got a big personality, buddy. So <laughs> not six, only six, two, eight. competing hey. with online, you're competing. It never used to be that way. And mm -hmm. You know, like I said years ago, nothing has changed from the consumer's perspective of how long it takes from the time they think about making a move until the time they actually make the move. The only thing that's changed is we can see them looking mm -hmm. and they can see the homes sooner than what they could years ago. We weren't sitting in their dining room or their kitchen table on Sunday mornings 25 years ago when the only access they had was the open house section of the Sunday paper. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now, we, really now all that activity is, yeah, it's the same activity that was going on. The same conversations around the dinner table are happening. Now we see it earlier because yeah. that, that activity is tracked online. So that makes sense. Um, yeah. so, so I'm curious just in terms of, okay, so, so online lead generation is generating way more leads than there are transactions. Um, the, the fundamentals still, still work, so I'm curious, what, what do you see as the role of paying for online leads at this point? Like if somebody's been paying for, for leads for a couple of years, should they stop immediately and just start diving back into the leads that they already have? Like have we, have we hit that point where there's not a lot of, like there's only value for a very certain type of person to start buying leads right now? Let's go back to when all of this started in what, 2000? When did Realtor.com start? Six, maybe? Five? And then all of these lead gen sites started rolling out from 2008 and beyond. So I think Tiger Lead was one of, one of the, the number one expert Tiger Lead. So you start oh, in 2008 and then you start progressing forward to the market. The real estate market is just now saturated with all these lead gen systems and Google and whatnot. So think about the the average span of someone looking for a home. It everyone who doesn't have an Amazon account who hasn't bought from Amazon. What kind just of savage doesn't? What savage doesn't have an Amazon account? Let's just. That's be my real. point. To say there's more and, there's more Amazon Prime subscribers than there are Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> that, and that's what, not a joke either. That's a real stat, by the way. <laughs> what is the other top level of interest? that people have homes in their market. 
Mm -hmm. So when you think about all the leads that have been generated over the years, and we talk about the amount of leads that are, what would you say, like four, what, what was that? 400 million, 400 million, something like that. Mm-hmm. multiple millions how many of them are duplicate yeah. probably a lot of them correct you know? so think... if you've been paying for leads over the last five years a lot of those people are still the same because they still haven't bought mm-hmm. well there's also just a lot of the looky loos out there like uh i would be considered a a lead you know because i i've been looking at houses for my girlfriend because she sold her house so technically i'm a lead redfin sends me emails every morning like, hey, you got to look so at these perfect, different properties. Perfect example of what we need to do today different and what our focus needs to be on versus what it was on before. Because back 10, 15 years ago, it was, well, which house do you want to see and when do you want to move? Because mm-hmm. everyone that was looking back then was genuinely looking to make a move then. We're now more today, they're the licky loos that are just looking. Mm-hmm. So, Greg, tell me, you're, you're looking for your girlfriend. The bigger question is here, what has to happen for you to make that move in the future? What does that look like for you? Are we role-playing? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I didn't know if that was a question. What happens, what happens to, what, what has to happen? Uh, she has to sell her house. And do you have a time frame that you want this to happen within? Immediately. Immediately is a home on the market. It's actually already sold. So, so we're actively what, looking. All right, now. you need to be in a home like right now. You're not the average lead that we're talking about here. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I thought, yeah, I thought, <laughs> you're mag- You've turned yourself into a magical unicorn, right? I know. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's go back and try again. Okay. How about okay. how about somewhere between that and immediately. I'm going to die in Do this I house? Do I need immediately? I don't know what just happened there. <laughs> like, um, okay, you flipped the script on me, Greg. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, you know, we're, we're looking, I don't know, six, eight months. You know, we're just looking for the right house. You know, we don't know if it's the right time to sell. You know, this market's weird, and we don't know if Trump's going to get another four years or if a Democrat's going to get in. So I, we're, 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 we don't really know. It has to be the right house. Totally respect, totally respect that. But let me ask you this question, Greg. If everything was perfect in the world and you all could be in a home, what would that look like for you in regards to if, if money was not an object, if nothing was an object, and you want to be in a home, what, what would that look like for you? Ocean views, pool, heated pool and spa, view of the Golden Gate Bridge with a large patio area and a guest house where I could go do podcasting. That's what Is it would that look in like. Your budget? Is that in your budget? My dream budget. In reality, it would be Matt's one bedroom apartment with 400 square feet. That would work for me. So um, when I'm asking you about budget, what I'm trying to do is define the urgency here. Because mm-hmm. do you want to wait for that dream home and rent in the process? Or do you want to buy now and build equity into your dream home? What, what sounds better for you? Well, I don't know if, there's, if there is going to be equity that's going to build. I feel that we're at the top of the market right now. So maybe renting is the best. It could be. What, what, what are you all thinking about? What's going through your minds? We just need to get a place uh, for the Corgi and get settled so we're not bouncing around from hotel to hotel, motel to motel, and uh, BRB, BROB and Airbnb and all those other ones. Which, by the way, those things are really freaking expensive, just so you guys know. Holy crap. Uh, they are. 
But yeah, you look at it, you're spent, we're, I mean, we're from the numbers. I mean, it's $5,000 a month to live in a VROB, a vacation rental, or, you know, somewhere around the, for an Airbnb. So it makes, um, financially, it might make just more sense just to buy something, live in it for a little while, and then just roll the dice. Has anybody, Greg, sat down and talked to you and actually put numbers on paper to see exactly what it would look like if you were to rent or if you were to purchase? Well, I, I have my Zillow app. I, I trust my Zillow app. Well, Zillow doesn't define the taxes and the insurance on a particular home because what we have to define right now is what is in your best interest, not only short-term, but long-term. Because if it makes more sense for you to rent monetarily, we got to like put the plan in paper and see what makes the most sense for you. I, do I have to work with you? You don't have to work with me. I just want to educate you to see what's going to be in your best interest long-term. All right, as long as there's no commitments, yeah, we'll sit down. Are you buying coffee? Commitment. Okay, I'll buy you coffee, sure. With a shot of uh, whiskey? <laughs> Depends on where we go if we have it. Hey, <laughs> bring your little airplane bottle. I'll, I'll put the shot in for you. <laughs> <laughs> I totally would do that. Um, no, but I, I like I like your approach on that one. It, it's 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 weeding through the bullshit, right? You're, everybody has a story. What's their story? Mm-hmm. Because if I can get you to tell me your story, then I know where I could fit in when the time is right. If we're going for that sale because our bank account's so low, mm-hmm. they're going to know it, they're going to feel it, and they're going to go to the 11 other agents that they know. Yeah, you have to have a real conversation with people and ask them questions and show that you care about their situation, not about the sale. You know what? Right when you said a real conversation, I saw Gene's eyes get really big. Like He's like, oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what he was reading over there, but it was actually pretty funny. No, um, I don't like people. And neither does Matt. That's why you guys do go so well together. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Gene, how would you approach this? I mean, so we, you have uh, Greg as, you know, uh, uh, in the database. Beverly's the agent. How are you going to get in? How would you get in, in touch and, and in front of me without being annoying? Are you asking me? Oh, you're asking. Yeah, you're asking. Yeah, yeah. it was me. Um, I, don't, I mean, there's a there's a bunch of different ways. You kind of. You caught me on that one. I mean, I've been to every show. He did. I've, uh, <laughs> but I, yeah, I've been preaching video, right? So I mean, I guess right. if we go back. It's always, always, always about having the contact info first. Once you have that, there's a, a, a litany of things we can do. And I think, I think one of the interesting things that you guys were talking about a minute ago is you, when you were talking about making your cold calls. When you come at it from from a spot of I have something I want to sell you versus I have something I want to tell you. The reaction on the other end of the phone is a lot different. So when it's like, hey, I, you know, I, I have a new listing in your neighborhood. Just wanted to let you know about it. I'm trying to tell as many people as I can versus why don't you let me come into your house and intrude on your family time so we can talk about you selling something you might not even want to sell yet. So I think I think if I'm just feeding you good information and entertainment for a long time and then then when you finally get them on the phone and they're ready to go, it, they're much more likely to convert than you're just constantly always selling. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, 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 you'll be surprised how nice everyone was to me. I had several. I'm going on a 2.5 to 2.8 million listing appointments after this show from those calls because I was like, "Hey, dude, you know, would you want to? You know, this is what's going on." He's like, "Well, what's my home worth?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I've never seen it." He's like, well, I'm like, "Can I come over on Friday at one?" He's like, "Okay," but it was because <laughs> I was. I'm like, "Shit, that was fucking easy." Um, then another guy is going to drive up the street and take a look. Oh, kitty. 
<laughs> squirrel squirrel that was a hard left turn for those that are listening greg just spotted a a, a cat in, in beverly's background and now he's obsessed That's um, no but, but the thing is, is i went in like beverly was saying i wasn't trying to intrude on their their family time and maybe not sell what they don't want to sell it was just like hey man this is what i have to offer this is this something of value to you and another guy that wants me to you know say hey i'm gonna drive to the street and take a look at it i i might just throw an offer at you it wasn't because I was selling, I was bringing value. And I think that's where we go wrong significantly. Uh, we have Terrence Allen Davis watching us right now, and I've been doing some beers and calls with him. And they are cold calls, but he does an incredibly good job of, like, Beverly, what you're talking about, getting their story, understanding where they are in life, and drawing that out of them. Um, and he gets appointments and gets people to be kind to him. And it, it's not about buy, 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 sell, sell, sell. Um, you know, Matt, you and I were talking earlier this week, and you came across a phenomenal uh, Facebook Messenger hack way to get in touch with people. Remember that? Oh, yeah, you want me to share that? Yeah, dude, yeah. That so was one of my clients brought this up. So, so one of my clients um, has, I guess, heard about this or was tinkering around with it, and it, and it works great. I tested it out on Greg. And just to make sure that it works. So good. Um, so basically what you can do is you can record a Facebook audio message to yourself, and then you can forward it. And when you hit the forward button, it actually pops up a list of your Facebook friends that you're connected to on Messenger, and you can send it to them. You can send it to multiple people. So I, I tested with Greg, and I would just, you know, we're looking to see, well, can you tell it's been forwarded? Can you tell that this is a message that wasn't directly sent from me to Greg? And on the receiving end, you can't tell the difference. It looks exactly the same. No. So in theory, uh, you could record an audio message to yourself, pull it up, go to forward it, and forward it to multiple people all at the same time. Now, there may be some sort of limit where Facebook realizes that you're doing this and, and you know shuts you down or whatever, but it'd probably be in the hundreds before that happened. Um, but yeah, I mean, essentially, you could use this almost like a form of slide dial. Hmm. What's up? It sends them individually. doesn't group them yep. in a group. I don't yep, think it individual. puts them in a group because it pulls up your friends list and it's a, an individualized send button for each person. So you could just go send it to Gene, send it to Greg, send it to Matt. It doesn't, it's not like it dumps us all into a group. No. And guys, for the forward button, when you guys do this, it'll be on the left-hand side. It'll be a little square with an up arrow. That'll be your forward button. Make sure you press that and it'll pop it up. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that, Bev, I mean, I think is a great way to get in touch with a lot of your, a lot of your, your the people that you're connected with instantaneously and gene just sent me a voice message to test this out i see what he I was just doing. tried it I, I hit all three of these with it <laughs> uh yeah it just looks like gene messaged me directly that's awesome yeah, I got... I just, it's just me saying hey guys what's up good to see you yeah that's awesome that's really so, neat yeah and, and it's a great way bevy i mean because you can make lists on facebook so go in and you could you know bring everything bring everybody over to friends or clients or past clients or real estate or whatever else and then you can go in, and this would be a phenomenal way to just to get your ass in front of people going, hey, dude, I was thinking about you the other day, wanted to see when I could we get together and grab a beer and break bread, right? Send, 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 Greg, send, 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 send. bringing up such a great point to the question that you asked me before. You don't have a database. How do you get started? What do you do? Mm -hmm. well, one of my clients that I was coaching, I actually coached him out of real estate, and he started a nonprofit organization. <laughs> so that was, it was honestly really because we were able so to define his purpose because he just wasn't finding joy in it. And I'm like, are, are you trying to hold on to your identity in real estate because that's what you were good at and you're just trying to force a square peg in a round hole here? 
And I said, here's here's the reality of where we've gone to in in society. People don't care about people anymore. People care about themselves. And if you get a message, Greg, from somebody that you did business with previously, and they're like, hey, Greg, just check in to see how you're doing. Just I, I just want to connect with you and see what are you working on right now? Who would be a good contact for you if I were to forward someone over to you to help you with what you're working on? Oh, my God. That would... I've never been offered that, ever. It's powerful. He went into his Facebook and made a Facebook post. And he says, hey folks, I've been thinking a lot about wanting to help out my community and I really love making connections. Could you please send me a private message and, and, and just let me know who would be your best contact so if I come across anybody, I can certainly send them your way so I can help you with your goals. Is, oh his Facebook blew up. Oh my God, oh, wow. dude, my head just turned on fire. I mean, that's exactly what you can do. You could say, you could take a message like this and become so valuable, people will not be able, they, they, you'll be like the stickiest thing on earth in a good way. Um, and that's what we have to do in, in today. We have to be different. It's connections. It's it's story. It's how are I'm, you? I'm going to try this today and I'm going to go through and I'm going to send 15 to 20 messages out. My message is going to be something very simple like this. It's like, Hey man, I was thinking about you the other day. I, I'm switching away from a lot of hardcore lead gen and I really want to start building other, helping other people build their business. So hit me back. Let me know what your perfect client looks like. I talk, I talk to a ton of people. Uh, let me know how I can bring value to you and help you get more clients and make more business this year. What are you laughing at? Fuckhead. You're your pervert client. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking to start. Just let that go. <laughs> so wait, so so listen real quick. I'm I'm still messing around with this that uh, we're playing here. I'm in my I'm in my chat room, and I wonder what this is going to look like. But I actually can send a vo a message like that to your whole real estate uncensored group of thirty eight thousand people. Really? What? So I'm that looking like right. I'll, go into it and try it. From, it from says, the Facebook page? No, in mess yeah, in Messenger. So when, so like the whole thing is when I create oh, wow. a new chat, I can do by person or group. Really? And so so I don't know. I wonder what that looks like. I wonder because like I'm just thinking for this one. Hey guys, episode thirty three just released with Beverly. Check it out. And I wonder if it goes into the inbox of everybody's messenger or if it just becomes like a like a post on Real Estate Uncensored. I don't know. Try it. Send one out. Okay, I will while we're talking. Yeah, we'll just see if you blow up or not. Seriously. I mean, so, if you I vanish won't. because you went to Facebook jail. Well, yeah, I was going to say, okay. Facebook agents show up at Gene's house and he gets carted <laughs> off to jail. Can you imagine if I did it and then all of a sudden I went, I was cut off. No more Gene on, on blue jeans. Like, phew, yeah, where'd exactly. he go? Uh-oh. Facebook That's got right. him. I'm going to take the chance for you guys. Let's do it right now. Thanks, buddy. Let's do this. <laughs> got it, pal. That's a really interesting concept because I mean so I think probably the only if you're admin in the group I'm assuming are you admin in the group Gene? I don't think I'm admin in their group no right I don't have access to that right Matt? I don't think so our, but our, we got to so. be straight though because there's not thirty eight thousand people in our group that's that's our likes. fan page or that's our page so are oh, you talking okay. Gene about the group oh. or the page? Well no in this case I guess it's the real estate uncensored thirty eight thousand people including a bunch of friends and then it says product slash service. So it must be right. the page. I think, so I think that's the page. Um, when I go to send message, it doesn't give me the option to uh, to just to, to message everybody. So I don't know. That's a good question. 
Um, right. Yeah, that's definitely talking about our. That's definitely talking about our page. Um, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to coordinate on that and see if that works. That's interesting. That would be fascinating it would to be, figure right? that out. I mean, holy macaroni. But for, but for our purposes right now, what we're talking about, go one-to-one, -one, build a relationship, find the story. This is a great way to get in front of your past clients, friends, high school, people you went to high school with, just the mm -hmm. ability to really kind of connect in a very short amount of time without having to repeat the process over and over and over again. Um, and, you know, we've had, Matt, I always forget who, who said it on the show, but he said, if you can become Tom Cruise famous to 50 people, you'll have a seven-figure business. Because exactly. the yeah. referrals come piling in. And I lopped off, you know, for almost 15,000 people in my database, cut out 69 plus percent of them, went down to 3165 as of today that have, uh, that have opened up my emails. And now I'm entrenched. And I said, okay, Paul, my coach of viral, I'm like, okay, dude, give me everyone that's opened up every one of my emails in 2020. That's basically 200 people, right? Now I'm going to get in the weeds with those 200 people. I'm going to send personal emails out, probably 25 a day. You know, cut and paste, put their name in there, and send it out, um, and try to get in there, get into a relationship, become, as Matt would say, micro famous to these people, so they send me their business. Yeah. I, we don't have to be everything to everyone anymore. I think it's a detriment. I think newer agents get in this trap of like, I'm getting 100 leads a month. Yeah, man, that's 100 leads. Great. It's going to compound in six months. You have 600 cats in a rainstorm you have to chase down. It is impossible to do. Yep. Unless you're Bevany Ruffner, and then 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 you'd be able to do it. Well, if organized, you can. But I mean, to, to your point, Greg, what what was the amount of leads that you started with? What was that number again? Just under fifteen thousand. All right, fifteen thousand leads. That is like walking into a store with a shopping list that there's nothing on the shelves, there's no overhanging sign, and you gotta go back in the stock room and shop in unmarked boxes. Oh my god, because you that have sounds 15, horrible. It sounds painful, doesn't it? Instacart, right? the house. Well, that's what our <laughs> databases have really come to, and agents have spent thousands of dollars upon yep. thousands of dollars to generate these leads over the years, mm -hmm. and they some leads are ten years old. Mm -hmm. They may be on their second purchase as long as they've been in <laughs> the database, but the reality is. You had 15,000 leads with 15,000 different stories. Mm -hmm. And their stories have changed. How, so take me back to the oldest lead. How long have you been generating those? Oh, fuck, dude. It's probably 10 plus 10 years. years. Yeah. Yeah. Just look at how your story has changed in 10 years. Their yeah. story have changed in 10 years. So we can't look at the leads as old leads. We got to look at the leads as they have a new story. And so, all our job is is to find out what is their story now. So what is your suggestion when it comes to pulling that story out of them? I mean, do you just how do you go into a sort of state of curiosity? Uh, is there a certain script that you're following? You know, how do you not come off as, you know, Uncle Creepy? So how you been? <laughs> Yeah, tell me more. I mean, <laughs> my, my favorite go-to line, if I'm calling Matt. them, is, hey, Greg, this is Beverly. I know this is a blast from the past here, but quite a few years ago, you had been online looking for homes, da-da-da. Mm -hmm. And you go, oh, my God, that was a long time ago. Well, I'm just checking in to kind of see what, what's been up. Did you ever buy a house? Like, what, what's your story? Hmm. 
Mm. And these people aren't getting bombarded with phone calls. No, because they're, they're, they're yeah. air quotes, old leads. They're bad leads, right? You know, and, and again, I go back to Terrence, uh, you know, and he, he was calling old Zillow leads. Dude, he was mopping up with the old Zillow leads. Why? Because nobody calling them. They, they, you know, they go by the wayside. But I mean, I think because they're old leads in your database, though, doesn't mean they're not online looking because we have so much access. Everyone is interested in looking at homes. So just mm -hmm. because they registered a long time ago does not mean they're not actively still in looking or as a duplicate in your database. Mm -hmm. Because they probably even have a different email address from 10 years ago. I know I've adapted like three more email addresses since 10 years ago. Yeah, really? Yeah. No, uh, I've kept mine. But I, I see where we're going I with it. them all. I just I keep adding to my emails. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I, I want to talk a little bit about. Okay, so we've covered about how to get going. So we have our Facebook friends. This, I mean, I'm, this is the same thing for Instagram. If you're younger and you're looking at this, Instagram would be another place to go. Uh, Matt, you're heavy into LinkedIn, um, and love to hear your guys, the three of you guys' opinions on how to maybe to really harvest the the LinkedIn crowd. Would it be the uh, that lead generator thing they have, um, or would it just be straight messages? Or walk me through that, guys. Do you mean to to just on the LinkedIn side to leverage relationships? Yeah, how to how to leverage those relationships because there's a a lot of people in there, and those people have money. They're doing business. I mean, it might be a good place to go have a conversation. Uh. Well, it is, but there's no, you just, you have to tie together the intent, right? So the thing about online leads is there's, there's intent shown there that they, that at one point they were looking at a house. LinkedIn just shows you, Hey, these might be ideal types of people you want to work with, but it doesn't show you anything about their intent. So I, I would recommend using LinkedIn to connect with people who can send you referrals. So start building that network up of financial advisors and CPAs and um, you know wealth managers, lawyers, um, anybody that deals with probate, you know, like those those kinds of folks, like that. Those people you can find and connect with on LinkedIn mm -hmm. and start building up, you know, first twenty, then fifty, then a hundred local, well-connected, influential business owners in your city that can all send you clients if they trust you. Like that. That's how I would leverage LinkedIn. And if I were running like some type of live local show or a Facebook live series where I could interview them or something like that, like that's the first thing I would do is I would start a show like that so that I had an excuse to reach out to all those people and start building their relationships that would lead to referrals. And that would be like one of my lead generation kind of database strategies. I would have like a high level database of people I considered referral partners. And then I would have a database of people that were just flat out potential clients. They're just normal folks that are potential buyers or sellers. And then Bev goes into your goes into your box where it, now that they're in your ecosystem, then you can build a relationship with these people, right? That, that's what it's all about. And, you know, unfortunately, real estate is a whole different game today. And I, I think some agents are still coming into the industry thinking they're, they're gonna make a ton of money. And then they start to realize how many real estate agents there are. And we start with that scarcity mindset. And instead of coming in with a different mindset and perspective of abundance, we're automatically thinking everyone's competition. Whereas if we all work together and we're in that giving mode of wanting to help people instead of that receiving mode and wanting to pad our bank account, if we love what we're doing, we never work a day in our life. Mm -hmm. And if you love helping people, the money's just naturally going to follow. You just can't be attached to the outcome. You just have to trust the process. Yeah. 
and, and, and do what you want to, to stay in touch with them. Like I've joked around a lot that I, when I do writing, I use big, I use crayons and cut in, in big, big block lettering, you know, maths or wordsmith. I can tell you can, by your EXP back there on their wall. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> God, I walked into that one. Jesus. <laughs> um, but I'm going to be self-conscious of that stupid thing. <laughs> uh, but use your communication skills the way you're best at, right? So my personality is, is that, like, I, I'm not the most creative person. I, I'll talk to you all damn day. My good friend, Stefan Adika, he's, he's, a, he's a musician. He's very creative. And so he goes over to iMovie and makes he makes trailers for his upcoming properties and stuff, like the movie trailers. They're so mm -hmm. freaking cool. Like, I'm in the midst of making one, and it is so hard to make because I'm not that creative, right? When it comes to – I don't see the, the how to make this work. He does. You know, some people can't do calls. I can. You know, it's just going along your you – know, along what you, the easiest path. So, I mean, would you say to be in front of everyone in all mediums or just stick to your to your wheelhouse? I mean, I, I'm always asked, like, what's the best way to communicate with the clients? I'm like, the fuck ever, man. Whatever works best for you, go do that. Don't do me. Do you. <laughs> Want. So when you were asking about LinkedIn and Facebook and social media interaction, just because we do what we do, we tend to assume that's what the audience wants. But what about putting out that message of, hey, I was thinking about going to preview a house today. Is there any house in particular that anybody has any interest in? And or what, do you want to see a basement? Do you want to see a fireplace? Do you Ask the audience what they want and then deliver. Don't just assume what they want and throw it out there and get pissed off because nobody commented on your post. Mm -hmm. well, Ask the audience this. what they want. There's a, a guy in LA, uh, he's a young guy. He has like a couple million followers on TikTok. All he does is super simple, just takes 15 second little clips of luxury properties of cool things and he gets millions of views and it's because that's what the audience wants right yeah so just start speaking in the language that the audience is asking to be spoken in because if you if i don't speak chinese but someone's speaking chinese to me i mean i'm, I'm like i want to help you i just don't know what you're saying right <laughs> wow <laughs> what it's I, the I, truth. I don't know greg i feel like you have low low, low blood sugar or something that just uh, uh unusual statements and questions today from you <laughs> I know my brain is not working. What your deal is? My brain is not working today. All right. Um, okay. So let, let's 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 summarize a few things. So so online lead generation, like it's it's only going to keep going down this path. It seems like, right? Things are going to continue as as it gets easier to look at homes online. We're only going to have more leads for every home that's bought and sold. It seems like that's the way it's going. So the shine is off the apple, so to speak, right? So now the question is, what do we do about it? So for those of, for those that are buying online leads already, Beverly, it sounds like it's time for them to reconsider whether they even need to buy them, right? And then for those that aren't buying yet, make sure that you're taking care of your database and that you already have a system in place for consistently having good conversations that draws the story out of those people. Because if you don't have that, buying online leads doesn't solve that problem, right? It used to, but it doesn't, it sounds like it doesn't anymore. For a return on your investment, I would, I would be safe to say the average agent probably is only spending about $500 a month on if they're generating leads. 
your high-end agents are spending a couple thousand dollars to generate online leads. The money, depending on the size of the dashboard, your investment for your return is way better spent on paying to have your dashboard organized and worked than it is to bring on new leads that you probably already have. So right. taking that $500 a month budget and allocating it into organizing your dashboard, working with it with the right message properly and do exactly what Greg did. You start with a big hunk of a number, you mass message and let the cream rise to the top. And then the highest priority person is right there in your face because they've been looking at, how many videos have they looked at, Greg? Uh, I've put out four this year, and they've looked at every one of them. I decided just to start this year, uh, and just trying to because I mean that's the most recent people, not people that watched it six months ago. It's like okay, these are the people that are watching right now, right? And just say hi, thanks for watching. You know, yeah, appreciate you. How can I help you grow your business? How can I help you? Whatever, you know. So what you're doing is you're taking, and I, I like my, my my favorite analogy on this to, to really break it down is you get in the car. You plug your destination in to where your trip is going and it says 550 miles and there's not an exit there's not a turn it's just 550 straight miles you're driving to or 549 548 and it's going to take you forever to tick off one mile at a time mm -hmm. which is like 15,000 leads but if we take those if we take those miles and we have a 25 mile exit here and a five mile turn here and a hundred mile turn here we're able to chunk out the 15,000 into groups based on priority and it, it makes it a lot more palatable because now you can actually work with that amount of leads. And as you're breaking that list down even more, Greg, it's not gonna be that bad of a list to actually phone call because those are your top priority and you're actually excited about it because you've been sending them a message over the last four videos you will continue until you get a hold of them so you actually have a reason to have a conversation with them now yeah no 100 percent. and I'm, i used my ego got in the way in the past i'm like oh i need a huge database and now it's like no man the ego is being known to these people and being a valuable asset that's where your ego kicks in you know if you yes. can bring down and help other people that's the biggest thing you can do um you know, it, and the it, only and, way we can do that is learn what their story is yeah, I, I, but first, I mean, I, wouldn't we think about this? I know we got to wrap up, Matt, um, but building a story brand by Donald Miller uh, is, I think, a, maybe a place where people need to start so they understand their own story, so they know what to bring to the clientele, what they want to present to the clientele. I mean, how many, of, how many of us know exactly what our story is? I think Matt's the only one that knows this answer. Not many. But, I mean... But I mean, it's 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 building the story brand by Donald Miller. Go check it out. It's a phenomenal book. He has you can download the worksheets and really kind of map out what you're doing and what kind of what you want to present. Um, and then you can once you understand that, then you go talk to your clients or simultaneously be understand how to how to talk to them. What value do you bring? What service do you bring? You know, how do you communicate that Donald in the shortest amount of words? Huh? Donald who? Donald Miller. Yeah, building a story brand by Donald Miller. Phenomenal book. Do you know yeah, that? No, I haven't actually. No, oh. I, I was thinking it's it's one of those things too where uh, Matt, you did it too. You, you it's one of those must. I did. Must I reach. gasped. It's oh, really man. Yeah. You well, you of all people being a marketing guy, yeah, it's really yeah. good.
It's a really okay, good book. Okay. It's got two got two thumbs up, huh? From Siskel and Ebert. <laughs> the only two thumbs in the world that count. That's true. In my world, that's for sure. <laughs> I get to be Siskel. Matt, you're Ebert. Uh, I don't know what that means because, as far as I know, they're the uh, they're the Muppet old couple. I guess so. I I don't I don't know which one is which. <laughs> Me neither. Oh, said. I don't remember either. Oh. <laughs> all right. Should we? So why? Let's wind this down. So first of all, Gene, what's the best place for people to connect with you? We're gonna stick to the old six one zero nine five two ten eighty one. That's my cell phone. Ten eighty one. GeneVolpe dot com. That couldn't have been said any faster if you tried. Wow. Sorry. Okay. So Tell go back and put it you down. Really want someone to call you. You should know this by now. If you're not, if these people are not, don't know how to get in touch with me at this point, they're not calling me. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Fair point. <laughs> Beverly, what's the best place to go to connect with you? FixYourCRM.com. And it will Ooh. help with, with organizing your dashboard. And you also get my questions that I ask in regards to the engagement to get them to tell their story. That's awesome. Gotcha. Love it. Um, All right. Great. Funny, uh, funny story is that I, I offered Beverly a couple of years ago $1,000 just to jump into my CRM, and she did not take my money. She said it was the worst <laughs> CRM she'd ever seen in her entire life. She said, I couldn't even fix this. So <laughs> funny, funny little antidote. It was a glorified phone book. I could just ascend and descend based on alphabetization. Mm. And you had a phone book. The only thing in common was they all were had, they were thinking about homes at one point. Yeah, <laughs> or at some point. But Sometimes, yeah, just, maybe, possibly in the last 15 to 30 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or they lived is. in a home or they knew someone that lived a home or they drove by a home once. <laughs> and then he's like, they could be they could have been expired they could have been but i don't know who they are uh, so i'm like I, it, yeah. i'm not giving steak to a vegetarian don't shoot the messenger oh man <laughs> i i remember just sitting there going fuck man that totally sucks oh well okay. even, even beverly won't help me fix my serum <laughs> <laughs> no and i'm I like just oh. take money to take money uh, it would have made me feel better if you had That's because right. of my, at least i tried well, that um, speaks to Beverly's integrity. So you never know. You may you may call her up, or you may watch the webinar, and she may tell you your your CRM's unfixable. Let's burn it to the ground and start over again. <laughs> you are a dum dum, sir. Now I no, shall fix not, you. Not that. Not that. All right. Great. What's All the right. best way to connect with you? Go ahead and guys, and reach out to me on my private cell phone. I do pay the bill. It is right here. It does work. Um, and let's talk about a question you guys may have about scripting or something along those lines. Also, if you have any questions about EXP and kind of what we're, what Matt and I are building over there, the really cool people that are gonna, that are joining uh, our group. Uh, are, it's very, very exciting. Best number for me, Gene, take notes, 925-915-1978. See, slow, methodic, easy to understand verbiage so people can write it down. <laughs> Uh, text me right now, and you can write it up below your exp and just have it up there. <laughs> I actually probably should, shouldn't I? Um, here's my phone number. Anyways, that's how you get a hold of me, Matt. How do people get a hold of a copy of the microfamous book and reach out uh, to wash your car on on the weekends? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, are they going to wash my car or vice versa? All right, vice versa. Um, yeah. So, uh, so the book is about to go on pre-sale. Uh, the Kindle version especially is about to come out next week. So go to Get Micro Famous, uh, get connected up there. Um, we've got a master class there on how to figure out what your story hook is. So if you want to get featured on podcasts, that's all there, getmicrofamous.com. You can also jump into the Micro Famous community 
at microfamousgroup.com. Uh, both of those ways will kind of like get us connected up so you get all the announcements and you'll know what's going on with the book and when and where to get it. Awesome. Okay, yeah. Matt, do your sure. job. I have to give a plug. Hmm. I did go through your course on the podcast and I have quite a few that I'm going to be on weeks ago and it was amazing it, it, it really it yeah. works that's awesome that's so good to hear i love that very very cool and you're talking about podcast pitch assistant where somebody's pitching you and getting you featured on podcast right yes yeah very very cool love to hear it more coming from that we're gonna uh, be bundling that with a couple of other things to help more experts get featured so more details on that to come uh greg let's see let's color. put uh we need to put a bow upon this episode yes we and should. i want to go with a let's go with a lavender i don't know lavender why. yeah okay. lavender bow tie it up wrap okay, it around guys. this present this gift of an episode all right guys you heard it right from johnson's mouth uh, to your ears is a lavender bow very manly i love it love it strong strong color um, guys, thank you for watching. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of our, our community. We really appreciate it. We can't do this without you guys. Share this episode out. Go to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. It helps the show grow. It helps us get in front of more agents so that they can go live the life of their dreams. And, and just, yeah, that's pretty much my pitch. So we love you. Matt likes you. And until next time, peace out, ninjas. Work out.